0: You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm
1: 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't anymore. you
0: take that of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad.
1: I love you
0: too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson,
1: and I'm JB Wagner, and on today's episode, we engage the anti-theft device as we as we review 1997's Rocket Man. But first, Eddie, how's the, how's the family doing?
0: Uh, we are doing great. We are just days away from baby number three making mm. his arrival to the family. Wow! I always I always hesitate saying like making his arrival or whatever because it's like. He's been here all along, right? <laughs> um He's been in the house, he's been in the family. It's just uh we actually get to see him and and hold him. And yep. uh hopefully by then we'll have figured out what we're going to name him Ooh. that is still up in the air. We're wow. down to our f- we're down to our final options. Um Do you Lewis want to let the podcast
1: listeners know what those options n- are or no? No, no,
0: no. Okay. no. After after we after uh, we get off after, after, there. After, 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 after. And then um yeah, So we're eagerly anticipating that, which means the kids have realized something's about to change. Yeah. There's a lot of extra nervous, excited energy kind of flowing. Uh, so we have taken to in the evenings, we live on a very quiet cul de sac, right? So very aren't, you know, not a lot, hardly ever cars are coming through. So we've allowed our kids to just run circles around the sidewalk. Of it's a great the- idea. Cul de sac, just burn energy, just burn it off. So we're letting Lewis do that and uh, just trying to get rid of some of that nervous, crazy energy. One of our neighbors that we're really good friends with, they come over, we're chatting with them, the four of us just there. Um, Sarah's already slipped in to put Ellie down to bed, and um, we're just talking. And all of a sudden, we realize, uh oh, we don't see Lewis, you know, and we've. Oh, no. Oh, We've no. We've had our scares. I'm getting, I'm He's getting, run getting, off. Ooh. So we're like, Lewis, where are you? You know? And we just hear his little voice from over in the neighbor's yard, like, I'm over here, mommy. And Sarah goes over there, and Lewis, with his pants around his ankles, is pooping in the neighbor's yard. And he looks up and he goes, Do I get a cookie? I didn't poop in my pants.
1: (laughs) That's amazing.
0: No, that that is is not how this works. That is not how this works. And poor Sarah has to go get one of the doggy bags off of the dog's leash to go pick up our son's poop. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Luckily, it wasn't the neighbors we were talking to. It was different neighbors, and they were none to the wiser and boom we've moved on so
1: wow and you'll be literally Lots. moving on soon so if they did know, yeah you'd be moving we'll on be anyways. moving in a few
0: months so yeah luckily we know all of our neighbors really well we all get along so even if they did know they would laugh along with us but yes so potty training is always an adventure so that's what's going on in the ferguson household
1: that's that's a lot that's a lot of good things <laughs> There's a lot of other good things happening uh, around the um, Disney entire kingdom right now as uh, they're celebrating the 50th anniversary of Disney World. I know it's not Disney movie news, but we do want to take a second to talk about uh, as this is a big deal for the Disney universe and all of its fans everywhere.
0: Yes, so Walt Disney World opened in October 1st of 1971 with the Magic Kingdom, which is more or less uh, a clone of Disneyland Mm -hmm. Park. And it also opened with uh, a couple of resort hotels as well. So it's kind of the huge complex that is Walt Disney World. I would highly recommend, I think it comes out October 8th on Disney+. ABC's 2020 news magazine show did like a two hour long special somewhat hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. Like she just appears whenever they need somebody to say like, (laughs) and now Christine Aguilera. Um, So, but that was really well done. Like they document not just the initial formation, but like the other parks and like what's coming up and different things like that. Um, It was just a lot of, a lot of cool stuff so that'll be coming out on Disney Plus October 8th kind of celebrating that but yeah it's it's really cool there's of course the super um, over the top Disney fans that are complaining because they wish there was you know more nostalgia or whatever and at the end of the day I just go you know what it's a theme park this it's a is theme just, park this isn't meant to be taken that seriously Like, calm down everybody <laughs> But there, no, like it was so intense. There was apparently like fist fights in the gift shop oh on Main Street over you know what people thought was like limited edition merchandise, uh, even though you could buy it later that day, no problem. The next day, no problem.
1: Trying so. to get it up on eBay as soon as they could.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So always those fun little moments. But yes, Disney World fifty. 50 years old
1: i was there uh at disneyland the last time we had uh park passes was right around the end of the diamond celebration for Mm, disneyland 60 60 years uh and it was super cool because they had diamond encrusted everything all around the park what is the what is the stone material whatever it's called for 50 years
0: well, so 50 is usually like your golden anniversary. Golden anniversary. Okay. But the color for the what they've gone with, you're going to love this. It's called iridescence. Iridescence. I- Ear Oh my. Oh my goodness. Yes. Wow. Um which is it's it's beautiful. Great! It's something new for them to market and make a stupid amount of money off of. <laughs> um, good for them. I
1: have a coworker who is a very big Disney fan, uh, and she was born the day after the after the Disney World's anniversary. Like so, oh, every so year Saturday
0: was her birthday.
1: Yes, so she has a birthday on Saturday, the day after whenever the annual. Um, Park celebration is for for the Disney for Disney World every year. Yeah, it works very well because she's a huge Disney fan. So
0: it's like it was meant to be.
1: She also does, I believe that she does like plans out park trips for people if they if they want to. Oh. And she's been if I like haven't you been if, I, to. if I, yeah basic kind of but not really yeah. Uh, so she's been the go to person. If I haven't been able to get a hold of you. She's the backup of the person or if she's just like, hey, you walked past my desk and I had a question for you about the Disney trip that we're planning or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, I was if she really is a Disney travel agent, I uh, we did this uh, a while back when we did like we usually camp when we go. So you don't really need a travel agent for
1: that. <laughs> yeah,
0: Um, but for like a normal hotel stay there, it's great to have a travel agent Because what people don't know is you don't pay for the travel agent. Disney pays for the travel agent to take care of everything. So you just let this person do all of the searching for deals and figuring out the cheapest way to do everything. And it's an easy breezy for you. They can tell you what to do and you don't have to pay them a dime. Disney doesn't.
1: We will for sure be using a travel agent when we do our mega Disney World trip in the coming years. uh, 100%. Which mega
0: Disney World trip because there's two
1: I don't know if I was just saying in general, there's, we are going to do a a Disney World trip where we're going to spend a lot of money to that's have what a big, I'm saying to have a big experience
0: there's that's what I'm saying there's two to my knowledge. There's the one where you guys go and your wife fulfills her dream of staying in the grand Floridian. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just—I don't think we're
1: gonna do that. If we did Ferguson that, Ferguson like,
0: never. No, you'll never, you'll never pay for that. And then one day, there's going to be the big Ferguson Wagner, where we wear matching T-shirts every day. Are you know just do it up the big dual family, dual yeah. family trip.
1: Yep, that's still on the horizon. But yes, going and spending a lot of money.
0: <laughs> that you just used the same tone of voice that you used earlier when you said, we could do that.
1: I, did, I literally didn't care <laughs> earlier. <laughs> you care now. No, I was just continuing the thought. I wasn't trying mm-hmm. to whatever. Now this is coming to this has gotten weird. This has gotten so weird. <laughs> Just trying to have a conversation here. We've we've all we've all made it weird now. So thank you, all, all the listeners, all the two of you that um went to started at 12, now down to two. Okay. Uh any other cool things that you've heard about the 50th anniversary that they're doing? Are they doing a special
0: World of Color kind of a thing, or... Yeah, both Magic Kingdom and Epcot got new nighttime shows, and, you know, they've done little sprinkles of magic all throughout. Probably the coolest thing that I've seen is Spaceship Earth, what people think of as the giant golf ball outside of Epcot. Um, they did, like, this really cool LED lighting package on it, which just turns the whole ball into... Um, yeah, like a giant screen where they can do really amazing lighting effects on it. So I was like, wow, that that looks amazing. I can't wait to see that in person one day.
1: Got to, uh binge watch all of the Disney YouTubers as they uh, kind of show all the different things after we get off of here. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. What else is good stuff? is the movie we're about to review today really good stuff a classic you sent me a photo of you and all your family and extended family watch sitting down to watch uh this all together thought maybe i should have done that too but my did my kids did watch part of part of it so uh but today the today's movie that we are watching for episode number 54 ladies and gentlemen 54 episodes of this podcast and today's episode is 1997's Rocket Man. Cue the Disney sound effect. We have to be specific because this is not 2019's Rocket Man. <laughs> no, about Elton John, although he does make a guest appearance in the in uh, credits scene, but not That's scene, true. just the music but yeah. anyways so imdb description for 1997's Rock. i'm just gonna keep on saying that. every time i say rocket man 1997 1997 okay here we go fred z randall is a geeky spacecraft designer who gets the chance to make his dream come true and travel to mars This is a
0: solid description. This is straight down the line.
1: As a point of order or note or whatever, is he wanting to? He's just trying to travel to space. I don't know if Mars specifically is his dream because when he's like in the, when he's in the dryer at the in the opening scene, he's just looking at a picture of space of like Earth from space.
0: Yeah. No, it's point um, of contention. Point of contention. You make a valid argument. You make a valid argument. So, was this a uh, a staple in the Wagner household growing up? Was this a common
1: Eddie? This was not just a staple. This was. I don't know. What's funny is I don't think we ever rewatched it, but we gave Blockbuster a lot of our money. A lot of our money went to watching and rewatching and renting and re-renting this movie over and over again. It is one of two moments that I, ha- I can remember vividly. I've never seen my dad laugh harder <laughs> than this and a Christian comedian stand-up video.
0: Yes, yes.
1: That both of those two was my dad just... Like out and out, like crying, sobbing. He was laughing so hard. So th- this movie has very strong ties to our to our family.
0: We first saw this in 1998. I want to say. Um, so every year we would travel on Thanksgiving down to Florida. And on our way, we would stop and visit some old friends in Charlotte. Um, and is Charlotte on the things, way? It, it isn't the most direct route, but it is kind of on the way. I think okay. you add like maybe you add maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, OK. Um, it's, not, it's not that bad. OK. No. And to visit with old friends and we'd spend Thanksgiving with them. So this family is like, oh, my goodness, we saw this new film movie. You've got to watch it. And I remember that, like that's such a strong memory in my childhood of being at their house and we all gathering up and watching Rocket Man for the first time. And everybody, everybody laughing so hard that they were just crying. Um, and it became just kind of a staple movie in our house that like, if we wanted to have a big family movie night and not watch like a more serious movie, like mom always wanted to watch Iron Will. Um, (laughs) We would watch, dad would advocate for Rocket Man because dad's a big, big, big fan. So to relive that memory this past weekend, um, we surprised my dad with a big retirement party. And so my sister and her whole family were in town. And so everybody got together uh, I popped the popcorn, of course, and we watched Rocket Man together all together. And I can't remember the last time we all watched it together. And still, like, my dad is just laughing the hardest out of just all crying. of us, just crying. And my nephews loved it. Uh, everybody was laughing. And yeah, it was just so much fun. It's just a lighthearted, fun, s- silly, funny movie, right? Like, it's, it's still got like, I don't know, a 22 maybe on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's, it's, uh, it's a low score.
1: It, yeah, it is not, it is not a highbrow comedy. It is not, no, like,
0: like this is fart jokes. This oh, is, yeah. is, um, monkey yeah, jokes. just like s- monkey jokes, silly, over the top humor. Um, that is, but done so clean, so well that is, oh you just can't
1: in no yeah. way is it supposed to be taking seriously whatsoever <laughs>
0: What's right so the, pr- the the premise is uh is Loose? a, is a stretch. stretch um yeah there's definitely some of those moments where you're like oh um you know oh they just magically have an anti-gravity device on board well that just made filming cheaper and it was a throwaway piece of uh, dialogue so
1: So now every time I think of uh, whenever people do uh, like uh, anti-gravity, just things in general where they're filming it, it always reminds me that the only way they can really get that without using like wires and stuff like that, which doesn't look real, is they have to go up in a plane and have the plane basically do a nosedive kind of a (sighs) thing. That's the only way you can get that gravity uh, experience and look. And so if they want to do longer scenes, they have to do that over and over and over, over, over. and over again. So you're Which is right?: what yeah. They did
0: for Apollo 13. That's right.
1: Apollo 13. there was another movie they recently this, that.
0: They built this set inside an airplane. Um, yes, yeah, so this is a stretch, but let's, let's just begin with uh, what is his name?: um, Harland Williams. Harland Williams. This guy is just a tour de force in this movie, (laughs) right? Like there are just Literally blowing through walls. Yes. Um, I think some of the- I I think the only movie that I quote more, which you sent me a brilliant article on this uh, this past weekend, um, which we need to have a discussion about possibly just reviewing that movie in this podcast just because just finding room for it well yeah we'll talk about this but that thing you do is by far my favorite movie hands down no questions asked try and fight me on that and I will I will win maybe I quote that more this is a close second right I can't tell you how many times a day I say sweet swirling onion rings sweet swirling onion rings (laughs) (laughs) um fun is my chinese neighbor's middle name
1: <laughs> also probably a line they probably wouldn't do in the 2021 remake no, no, <laughs> remake no, no, of no, it no, no.
0: um uh yeah it was a mistake uh where he says um sorry i didn't see you there yeah just like the captain of the Exxon Valdez <laughs> didn't see alaska <laughs> floating there mine is defi- that that, yeah. that was the line that as soon as that line drops boom everybody lost it and we were like back into just just laughing our faces off the whole time
1: yeah there is just an endless amount of lines that i just would quote as a kid just like all all of all of these random and sometimes i even forgot now thinking about them where they actually came from but like better engage the anti theft device and yes. just takes the wheel off uh but Nine, or nine, or nine trips, actually, but who's counting? Like, well, apparently you are my friend. You are my friend. <laughs> definitely, definitely one. There's just, there's just love, so many.
0: I love when he's before the computer Um, when they come into his office and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, 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 there it is. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. And they're like, what, what? It's popcorn kernel that's been stuck in my molar for two weeks.
1: <laughs> and it's not like it's not the most amazing writing, but he's just selling it as this weird oh, dude. He delivers
0: it perfectly. Now let's enter what I like to call the correct the, the correct. We're going to use my <laughs> calculation what we call the right way. The right way. The, I use that one a lot too. Yeah, there's,
1: there's just... Uh, but the definitely when his voice correction is like, Mom, I'm 30 years old. I'm almost a full grown man. man. Like you, when you quote it, you also have to use... Yes, that phrase. I'll take the
0: rocket. I'll take the rocket ship.
1: But when he when Jesus. he the whole the whole hyperspace sleep stuff, when he uh, when when Ulysses get in gets in in his uh, seat and he's just like tale as old as time Ulysses boy falls for girl, girl <laughs> falls for boy, girl falls into hyperspace and he <laughs> just like goes off that whole. And then and then when he like wakes up the first time, he's like, oh Eighth month whole morning breath and it's been 13 minutes. (laughs) Just like all of that, which is like, this is just dumb. And they don't make movies like this anymore. I think we're on a a stretch of these where it's like, they just don't make them like this anymore. Sometimes for good reason. But for this, it's just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I would have loved this movie, this this going about now, but there's just so much. It takes me right back to where I was in elementary school when we saw this.
0: Well, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's got a little bit of something for everybody. It's just kind of, again, a fun, all family film that is just, doesn't take itself serious. So you don't have to take yourself serious. Um, And you
1: shouldn't take yourself seriously while watching this or if
0: you kind of hand
1: in your, if you feel that you're very much a cinephile, you kind of have to hand it in while that your card, your cinephile card while while you watch this movie.
0: And I think maybe the moment that you uh, you may be questioning that until when he meets the the chimp, oh. and he starts speaking to the chimp, and then there's the scene where Julie is outside the glass yep. and he's t- she's talking, and he is back there like the monkey is bitten onto his hand and just flying all over the place. The sock the puppet physicality. monkey physicality, yes. <laughs> But the physicality of that whole sequence is just and maybe that's what sells it. Right. Um, And who's the actor who plays William Overbecker? Because he plays you, William um, Sadler. Yeah. yeah, William Sadler. Like that. I think that is what is so crucial in a good over the top crazy character. Yeah. Is you got to have the straight faced guy right next to him. Mm hmm. And if that straight face guy doesn't sell it and hold it, it doesn't um, give you a counterbalance. It doesn't give you something to see that person off of, which in really makes that so much funnier, right? Um, you go back to one of my favorite examples of this is um, Stefan on SNL with oh, yes. uh, uh, what's this? Uh, Seth Meyers. Yep. I think there's something about having the straight face of Seth Meyers and they're trying to get the straight face guy to, to lose it the whole time that makes that tension even greater. Mm-hmm. And you you feel that here between William Sadler and Harlan Williams. Same they thing with Drunk Uncle. Sell it.
1: Same thing with Drunk Uncle. Yes. <sighs> I don't think that's anybody. <laughs> like even just those, like, that's not me. That's not anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, um, some other rather iconic moments in this one. We've we've got a few to, to click through here. Um, um, let's start with the uh, him losing the American flag and oh, having goodness. to hang up his boxer shorts that are American flag just epitomizes this whole film. Right
1: getting everybody to sing he's got the whole world in his hands while he's also has blue hair and blue face blue like face on on him
0: yeah and that also is the sequence that would not pass in 2021 um him i think singing somebody languages my, yeah pretending to um yeah somebody in my family was like Chanel, oh, yeah not going not getting away with number that number 5 uh, and then of course, I think the the biggest gag of the whole thing is when they have to connect spacesuits and uh oh, yes. he he of course farts and the classic line that he gives throughout the whole movie is it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was, it was Julie.
1: Me. Now that it was, was like, Julie the one we definitely quoted over and over again. Now that was Julie. Now
0: that was Julie. Yep. Uh, we're ninety five million miles from the nearest human.
1: <laughs> but they still make him like a they, they they don't go so far to not still make him lovable. I'm very interested in like what it is that just draws us in, even though this guy is a complete klutz and does makes all the wrong. Is it just so I was because, thinking about yeah. this?
0: I think there's two key moments in this movie. The first one. Little bit comes across as it comes across as absurd, but you're like, it's also endearing, right? When he's walking on the gangway and Bud gives him the coin and he has that moment, and I think oh. this is, I feel like the cowardly lion. And he, and he sings he, it, and he just sings it, but then he he sells it and he goes like one, he's got a, a good voice on him and he just sells it, and you got the whole end where it's just like, oh, you know, just say thanks for the cool coin, but it really means a lot to me. Oh, okay. Then the second moment that I think really endears him is when I wish upon a star or when you wish upon a star. And he's looking out the window and he's, again, he's got a really good voice and it's this silly over the top, but also at the same time, lovable, endearing moment. And that's kind of where you see the Julie character start to fall for him a little bit. And you can go, oh, I can see why he's the lovable idiot.
1: I think it also helps that he does actually provide some level of like doing the right thing. And yeah. also he's, he's not, yes, he isn't kind of like a crazy person, but we've got the whole scene where he shows, no, if you do the coordinate the right way and he shows and he while he he's knows kind what of a, he's doing. yeah, he knows what he's he doing. He saves the day. He saves the day. So you have to have some level of that where they can't just like com- be a complete idiot that can't do anything right. That just at some point you go, "No, you still need to go sit over here in the corner while we go say while we go solve the problem." And that's a very fine line. There's and this is where I know that we've had our battles in the past, you and I, about Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean humor. There's a part of me that feels like it goes too far down the ridiculousness sure. and he it never at least has some moments that are closer to okay, but he still did the right thing here um or even while he's being goofy like animating the sounds of the the thing coming down to earth it's doing the thing that it was supposed to do it's just he's he's being over cra- crazy with it um yeah so I think it's it's some combination in there, but it also just helps that uh Harlan Williams like fully commits to this weird character that we, we've we got other people that have kind of been close to it, but he just brings a very specific uh, twist to this kind of offbeat hero character.
0: Yeah, and um, it's, I don't know, you, you've you got, uh, it, it's got good pacing all the way throughout. I don't think that there's really ever a moment where you, um, no lulls. you feel like it, yeah. And, and I think sometimes uh, offbeat comedy like this lingers in some of its absurdity a little yeah. too long. And uh, there's obviously these are just little bits, right? Like it's OK, let's put them in isolation now. Let's put them on the spinny thing. Let's put them on that. You know, OK, we're going to bit bit, but they don't overdo it. Right. Like they don't spend too much time dragging out that that setup. It's just like, boom, boom, move, boom, boom, move. And that pacing of it, I think, is what kind of helps move it along, keep it flowing, and like it just keeps hitting you one right after another, um, especially literally that whole, hitting you. Yeah, and that training sequence, like there's the um as he's beginning, you know to be you know, he's training to see if he's uh, up to up to par, um it's just got one funny bit right after another, um, which culminates for me one of my favorite moments that I I, I laugh so hard every time. I'm like I was crying laughing this time. My my niece and nephews were like, "Are you crying?" I was like, "Yes." Um, it Is when he finds out that he gets to be the astronaut and he just starts screaming hysterical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, the unadulterated, pure bliss of emotion there. I just, oh, I love it. I love it so much. So funny.
1: And it feels so, it, it's weird how he's like screaming in this high pitched voice, but it feels so true to what that guy would. It's not what you were expecting, but it's he's, not what you're expecting. It's not what at you're all. expecting from the moment of this full grown man, like we said before, uh, like getting <laughs> what he wants, but he's fangirls immediately. But it's can't what him.
0: every single one of us would do. Like, I guarantee you, if I got
1: to meet JJ you know, Abrams,
0: I sure. But I mean, like, somebody said, hey, you get to go to space. I that would be my reaction. Like, I would just <laughs> freak out. Not even space. Just let me go to, like, adult space camp. I adult space would camp.
1: scream. Yeah, that's a movie. Probably not in the. Space don't don't google camp. that don't google adult no, no, space no, no, camp no, no.
0: <laughs> space camp is a movie and it Ooh. was uh you can watch it for free on youtube and it stars joaquin phoenix do we watch that in roles. sixth grade
1: do we watch Oh yeah that? i
0: yeah. i watched it all the time so it's yeah i feel like I we watched definitely. that like
1: in school though i feel like that was in in sixth grade maybe about the time we had done the challenger and other things like that
0: um, possibly, or maybe it was possibly, a bit. no,
1: maybe it was before that. Cause we did space challenger and like, wait, wait, what was that? What grade middle was school. that? It was middle school. seventh
0: right. grade. Yeah. No, I was so excited to go do the challenger center, uh, and wouldn't stop bugging Mr. Pointer about it. Um, that they actually let me stay all day and do both parts of it because I just annoyed them so much to get to do it. Um, they're like, well, we need one other person and. Eddie's a little excited and when they told me that I may have screamed like uh Fred Randall screamed.
1: It is weird that they took this this moment of a complete horrible tragedy and turned it into a kids kind of theme park thing in in, in oh, random Oh, are talking about the ch- the Challenger Center.
0: No, it was it was um so oh now we're going down a uh, a rabbit trail, this, this is a, this is a
1: deep rabbit rabbit trail but it's so, based off of the the Chandra explode like the explosion happened and it was there was there was somebody from our little town on it and then they created this little challenge am i am i wrong on this am i completely yes, mixing up all of you're, my history
0: you're, you're totally mixing up all of your history so um Challenger, are you on the website, on the website I right I'm, now? I'm making sure I get all my dates right. So Challenger was a space shuttle that blew up on January 28th, 1986. On board was going to was what was going to be the first civilian in space. She was a teacher by the name of Krista McCullough, and in honor of her. Passing her, her loss on the Challenger explo- uh, explosion, as a reaction to that, one of the things they did was they wanted to um, teach young students all around the country about science and engineering using space. And so they created this thing called the Challenger um, what, what's it? Challenger Center for Space Science Education. And so towns could apply for this to be built in their town. They had to raise up a certain amount of money. And this this organization would come and build a Challenger Center in honor of the teacher that was lost during the uh, Challenger disaster. And so it was an educational thing where you got to spend some time where you were on one side of it, you were out on the space station, or you could be down in mission control and you would simulate all of those things.
1: So I was right, other than the woman but was. You not called from it a theme here.
0: park, and no, she's it's not. It's kind of like it's
1: it's a it's an attraction.
0: No, 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 no. It's an educational experience.
1: It's an educational experience before experiences no ex- were a big thing.
0: It, it is no longer here in Brownsburg.
1: Did they move it did or they, did they shut it down?
0: The, they shut it down, and the schools have used the building for something else now.
1: Sad days. It sad is. Days. It How is are we going to remember?
0: How are we going to remember? By watching Rocket Man over Rocket and Man.
1: Over. Yep. Rocket the so the the song Rocket Man is in the credits. Of the first song that's my first that was my first ever experience of that song. Was oh really? Because of the because of that movie. For a long time, I didn't know that that was um who sang that. Anything else about it? I just knew. Oh, that's the end credits song. Rocket Man.
0: The same. The same guy who did uh, the Lion King,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: So this—did so you guys watch all this together, or did you watch it by yourself?
1: No, we watched it. Watched it together until my kids had to go to bed. So that I think they uh, okay somewhere. Or no, we watched it all before they went to sleep. I think. I think we finished okay. it. Or there was like the end. The end scenes. I think was all that we had. Uh, all that we had left. The lat, the last tale as old as time. Um, Ulysses. Um, for, mm-hmm. the, for the second round of it uh, they enjoyed it the first half there was what well, was oh the thing my son kept on doing he kept on the one the most annoying part of the entire thing is what he would repeat the
0: John Jacob Jingleheimers, Jingle-heimers.
1: he would do that over and, <laughs> over and over and over again not knowing what he was doing but that was his favorite his favorite part um, somebody
0: stole my pants
1: <laughs> did Lewis watch this with you yeah, so my son, he kind of he was into it for bits and pieces of it, and he would laugh yeah, at stuff. But hilarious. then, but then he kind of lost interest and would kind of move on and go do something else. When my daughter, same same thing. It wasn't like a glued from beginning to end, right? Um, but he did enjoy all the monkey stuff, and uh, of course, yeah. So, if and I don't think my wife was totally into it. And then, just moments, she would laugh. She would be like. Okay, I can't help it. This is funny that what's happening right now. The, and by the way, the Mona Lisa that he that he paints with all the food is pretty spectacular. It it yes. looks kind of nothing like them, but at the same time, it's pretty pretty amazing. The stuff that they did with all the different colors and stuff like that on the on the ceiling of the place. Yes,
0: yes, Michelangelo would be quite proud. It was the um. I think it's the incarnation of man or the, the touch of yeah. God, right? Because it's the finger one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is quite impressive.
1: We, we do need to mention that if you are really big into uh, CGI, stuff like that, you should not watch this film. <laughs> it's some of the worst CGI of any Low. of the movies that we've watched
0: low production value oh it, low 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 low, low.
1: The, well some of the production value is pretty good like where they go to where it feels like you're in like a nasa um so they filmed center. on location
0: they filmed at johnson space center yeah, in yeah texas that,
1: there, there's some there some of those scenes are super fun and they're out in the in the main control center and yep. all that kind of stuff but no anything that requires any cgi is bad, bad. it's Mars, every second Mars that they're on awful. Mars yeah. is bad. It's just yeah. not good. What's from the very first opening show of the of the uh, of the title sequence, like that the star coming in and revealing the Rocketman mm-hmm. Man logo. It's just mm-hmm. all bad. The entire the entire move. I'd hate to go this entire day without without calling that out. We gotta make sure that that's obvious. This is a bad they spent like two dollars on CGI.
0: Yeah, no, they um, they definitely spent their money on talent and location shots. Mm-hmm. This movie was made for sixteen million dollars. Okay. The box office grossed fifteen point four million. Ooh! So
1: this was cult cult classic, straight to DVD, or after yeah. like it, after DVD.
0: Yeah, it made its money, or it kind of. Came back through VHS and all that, but it is not available on Disney Plus. We didn't mention no. that yet. We I had to rent it through iTunes. Um, we rented it
1: as well. My sister, because I sent a photo to my family that I was watching, it and they were all super excited. And my sister Karina was super excited. She's like, "Oh, what platform is that on Disney Plus? I'm going to go watch it right now." I'm like, "No, we had to rent it." And she was like, "Oh," <laughs> and I don't think I don't think she ponied up the money because she wasn't having to watch it uh, for uh, for
0: I will tell you I am curious like why I I just want to know like why is this not on Disney Plus like two movies in a
1: row we haven't had it
0: two movies in a row and it's just like odd movies like Enchanted is not on Disney Plus like are you kidding me like that was a huge Disney hit for them like why what is that one little legalese thing that's holding this up? Like, you know, is it Rocket Man in the credit scenes? Like, what is it? Did, you know, do they not get the credit, have the streaming license for him to sing the Cowardly Lion song? Like, I'm just curious.
1: Eddie, there's a website just dedicated to yeah. what's on DisneyPlus.com.
0: But they don't give clear explanations all the time.
1: Uh, so this says there's over eight hundred that sounds extravagant. Over eight hundred Disney owned films and shows missing from Disney Plus. Really? I'm very interested to go through this and see. I yeah, I would just love love some of that as well.
0: Ooh, Thumbelina. So- I haven't thought about that movie. Or whatever in forever. <laughs>
1: did see that there's a uh because of our last conversation about air bud they've been promoting
0: a lot of the
1: spooky buddies
0: yes we keep so lewis is obsessed with all things spooky halloween right so we're trying to keep keep him away from seeing that that exists out there in the universe (laughs) you don't want to you don't want to go down that road no i do not (laughs) i do not well, we've come to that moment where we must rate this. Um, if you are new to listening to us, we chose the metric of fruit snacks fruit as snacks. the best. So JB, with
1: occasionally jumping to gummy worms if it's really a special Mount uh, Mount, Rushmore Mount Rushmore level.
0: Um, how many out of five? How many fruit snacks would you give this?
1: So it's hard because it's really not a good movie. <laughs> it's really the majority of it is if you if you're in the mood for slapstick and it's and it's pure and you watch this as a kid, which we did, I acknowledge him. I don't know that anybody first time watching this thing is gonna be like, This is an amazing film. Now maybe your cousin your maybe your nieces and nephews really enjoyed it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two. Whoa! Watching it even this time, it brought up good memories. But I'm I'm probably not gonna turn this on for a while. <laughs> like it wouldn't be like a rewatchable all the time kind of thing for me. Uh, it was it was a fun experience to go back and rewatch it and remember all the lines that I'd forgot about. But. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to be queuing this up again anytime soon.
0: Wow. It's been a while since we've had such despair disparity between. Our, Is this going our gummy
1: worms for you?
0: No, it's not going gummy worms, but I just want to point out Roger Ebert gave this film three out of four stars. Um, wow.
1: I would love to so know I'm- why.
0: He says, he calls it a wacky comedy in the Jerry Lewis, Jim Carrey mold. Which I'd agree with. Um, So I actually, mine, I was going to give it four out of five.
1: Four out of five.
0: Yes. I, if this wasn't um, behind a paywall, like if this was on Disney Plus, we would definitely be watching this a lot more. Um, And like I said, I quote this movie at least on a weekly basis. <laughs> at least on a weekly basis. Just if it's, um, it's
1: Sweet Swirl and Honor and Rings at least.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So. It's, it's four. Four out of five. It has been watched many times. It will be watched many times before. I Yes, it's wacky, crazy, stupid comedy. But it's done so well. And it's just... Right across the plate for me in that category. I don't like it all the time. But this is... Yeah.
1: Okay. I figured you were going to have a, have a higher one. I didn't realize that we would be two stars apart from each other. And even as I'm thinking... Maybe it is better than I,
0: I, I think I
1: think when... I thought we you watch, were going to
0: give it a three. Like I thought, okay, JB's going to throw this right down the middle. I think maybe uh, because
1: I was at times the only one laughing... While watching it, and you were in like you were surrounded by this is true, fellow Rocket Man lovers yourself. So, the it's, do it just, we need it's just to call different. all
0: Wagners, get them together,
1: do it. Everybody turn it on at the same time, or we're gonna zoom, watch it together.
0: That's what you should do the next time you guys are all together, kids. You I, and should, that, I
1: should rent it, and then we just watch it. You should it all rent together. it and watch it all together. Oh, my dad cry, laugh throughout the entire oh, thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe I think that's I think that's what's what's differentiating it. Cause I felt like there a is something bit, like, about almost seeing watching your it alone. father
0: laugh hysterically. Yeah. That really yeah, that does some.
1: Okay. So I think I think that's the difference in this or maybe if I had seen this in my family, it'd be closer to mm. three. Like if we'd yeah. watched it on our mega family vacation, not mega family vacation, our family vacation back in April. I think maybe it would have been different. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that and bring in that. To you can call it
0: Mega. That. It's okay.
1: But we already had, we, we already talked about a Mega Disney World, and now we're talking about this. There was two Mega Disney Worlds. You call it, there's just too many. You, too many. No,
0: live a Mega Life. You live the, the Mega Life you want to Mega <laughs> Live
1: life. a Mega Life. That's the, that's the. Should that be our tagline? That's our, that's our tagline.
0: Live a Mega Life.
1: Live a Mega Life. And one way you can live a mega life is by going and reviewing us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to Honey We Made, a Disney podcast, uh, and wherever you get your podcasts at, leave us a review. Uh, if you're also interested in the movies we have coming up or the ones we've already done in our trek from 1988 through 2005 of all the major Disney releases, uh, you can go check all that check out that list at honeywemade.com movies. Uh, And Eddie, you're about to say something I was going to say,
0: speaking of comedic geniuses In next week's episode We see one of the greatest Comedians of all time uh, In Maybe not his best movie But we'll talk about (laughs) it next week Uh, That of course is Robin Williams In Flubber
1: So we're going to bounce around On that next episode
0: Ooh, I see what you did there I
1: see what you did there I see what you did there any final words, Eddie? Not even gonna say anything, you're just gonna, gonna let it bounce away from you.
0: <laughs> that was just so good, I just I just gotta let you have that.
1: We're just gonna have to edit all this all this ending stuff out and just end it with that.
0: <laughs>
1: well that's it. Thanks for listening.